0: hello everyone welcome back to another episode of the philosopher stone podcast i am jordan strauss he is sam laboon
1: i am sam laboon. he <laughs> he is all
0: right he is sam laboon so he keeps telling me i i've i've yet to see any convincing <laughs> evidence of that but uh he does have two philosophy degrees which I have not seen now that I think of it. You might be lying to me about no, that, too. They just
1: came in the Who mail. are you? One of them at least just came in the mail, I've been told. Um, really? Yep. Yeah, just arrived at my, at my house. I'm still in quarantine.
0: Now, now, is a philosophy degree something that you would frame and hang on the wall, or is that something you hide? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ugh, I knew that question was coming. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, I think i am probably get a frame and put it on the wall. Yeah, I expect a lot of a lot of snide comments, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put it up anyway. <laughs>
0: Do it. This is the this is the this is the existence you chose. Okay.
1: This is the life we've chosen. This is episode
0: probably what what it, what would it be on on like Spotify right S- uh, now? Eight, seven,
1: seven, six or seven? Six Something or seven? Like Who cares? We, episode two is deleted for bad audio quality, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of questionable audio quality, but I think we have it nailed down now. I feel yeah. like we got this, yeah.
1: right? Oh yeah, I think so.
0: Seven it only took about a, I don't know, three months and ten episodes. Oh so, yeah, so to get long.
1: It, yeah,
0: get it to the point where it's actually listen toable, But we're done it. We all good? How the fuck are you, Sam?
1: Well, I'm slowly going crazy. Um, I'm in quarantine. Are you still isolated? I'm still in quarantine. Yep.
0: yeah um, oh, shit.
1: My girlfriend. You're in like my...
0: legit quarantine, like can't leave the house quarantine. Yeah. See, I have yet to have that experience. Uh,
1: I've only left the house to go to the testing center. Which is like going And are you still
0: <laughs> negative or what?
1: Uh yeah, as far as I know, still negative. They stopped calling me because uh I think they just stopped bothering.
0: <laughs> yeah. They don't they don't think you have it. no.
1: No. I have no sense. I have this
0: app on my phone now that it like communicates to other phones via bluetooth and like if any of those people have reported like it's supposed to warn me if i've been near anyone that's got it
1: dude you downloaded that that's like a fucking that's like a government tracking device
0: dude you think the government government doesn't know every fucking move (laughs) you make already Yeah, good point at least this one is helpful to me in some way
1: yeah that's true so what happens when you get near someone with covid does it start vibrating? Like
0: yeah, it gives me an electric shock. <laughs> um so how long longer do you have?
1: Well, Friday, Friday is my last day. I am free nice. free man on Friday. Then what are you gonna go through? Go I don't know, go to just... a bar and catch it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck.
0: <laughs> Went out for some drinks to celebrate the end <laughs> of my quarantine and I fucking got it. Yeah. There you go. The cycle of life.
1: As soon as you're exposed, you're uh you're in quarantine again. Uh, Even if you test negative.
0: Man, I kind of I could probably go for another for a two week vacation. <laughs> I should try and use
1: this app to track down someone that has it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. That's that's very smart. <laughs> Just totally, totally use it the opposite don't way.
0: Get, I don't want to catch it, but I will want to be like confirmed possible exposure. And then actually, you know what? Fuck. It was fine when we got like the initial lockdown when like uh, my I got shut down or my company kind of slowed right down because I wasn't like. I was still able to leave my house. I only ever went to my girlfriend's or the store, but that was I was still able to leave. So I don't think I would enjoy like actually being trapped in my house for two weeks. That would fucking suck.
1: Yeah. It's I like I, I still have my, my classes for my program. So Yeah. I have like stuff to do, I can work out. My girlfriend's here. Nice. So that's
0: positive. Yeah. Go. I was at, I, I was out of work for seven weeks. Jesus. And, oh my god. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I fucking, uh, I drank a lot <laughs> We just had like a big bag of mushrooms on our uh, living room coffee table That was just there And like throughout the day, every day I'd just like grab a little pinch of it here and there <laughs> I was like constantly buzzed on mushrooms for,
1: like, Just like a slowly month. losing your mind <laughs> Yeah
0: It was fun though Played a lot of Worms Armageddon with my roommates made a Made our own talk show, a late night talk show That was pretty fun Oh yeah, critically acclaimed. Wow. What critics? No, I just mean people really were <laughs> critical of it. <laughs> people nice. really, really, had a lot of opinions about it. Now, certain people liked it; other people thought it was nonsense. Which is really what you're going for for a good, good talk show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think most most light night talk shows are going to be controversial.
1: Yeah, you want to provoke. What you want to provoke intense feelings on on the opposite ends. Exactly. exactly no one in the middle you want to really divide and, and enrage
0: no we don't want any lukewarm on any side we no. want you to either love or hate <laughs> what we really need is haters haters equals uh relevance on some level mm. i guess
1: hate gets the most views
0: yes People will click on things that they hate way more than they'll click on things that they don't like. I watched a, uh, a documentary. I don't know if we talked about this last week. I don't think we did. It's called The Social Dilemma. You should definitely watch it. Oh, yeah? But it's I just, essentially okay.
1: about... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. You go ahead. You Okay. So you, you recommended that, that I should watch this. It's I right recommend everybody
0: Netflix. should watch it. It should be mandatory.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I hovered my mouse over it and I was just like, it's just going to tell me everything that I already know this is true. Like they're spying on me. They're selling my data. They're, they're using me. It does, me but profit. it also
0: like, goes further. There was more, there's even, it's even worse than I was aware of. And I was aware of all that as well.
1: Really? So it's, it's even worse than the worst that I think, like they're trying to predict what I want and stuff.
0: That's like the, my, that's, like not the the consequences of it are more far reaching and they relate to like the current political well climate I guess is the oh. word uh essentially how uh the advertising model for social media right where social media's job is to get you to stay engaged with it so that more ads can be filtered your way and your ads are catered to you based on your data but not just the ads the articles and links that appear on your news feed are catered to make you want to click on it and for, and for that it, ha- it usually you're getting articles that they already know are going to make you angry and there is no regulations on making sure any of these articles are factual so everybody is getting a customized algorithm based news feed that is probably very untrue and it's geared to make you angry and that is what is causing one of the big rifts politically and socially right now because people are keep on seeing shit on their social media that makes them angry about the other side but most of it is either half truths or completely untrue and this documentary really like goes into that and how that like that problem that model the business model that social media is operating on could lead to essentially a civil war situation because people aren't getting it's impossible to tell what's actually happening out there. Like there's no, there's a very few or it's hard to find any news sources that are unbiased or, or just factual even because the algorithms are just giving you stuff that they know will make you mad or you'll agree with, but they're not giving you stuff that's factual. So it's just everybody's getting their own customized view of the world. That's not true. And uh, essentially the guy that invented this business model, he, I think he was like really high up on Facebook or Twitter when it first started. Like He was like a, not a CEO, but like a top, top Chad in one of these companies. <laughs> they are interviewing him in the documentary. And he's like, I'm worried that my little idea for this model of business for social media is an unintentionally like literally ripping society in half. And I could be partially to blame for that. Mm. Anyways, you should definitely watch it. It's very uh, enlightening and insightful. And I think the more people that are aware of that, the less they'll be gullible and baited into these essentially fabricated enragement articles that everybody seems to be obsessed with these days.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is true. They, uh, that, uh, that is true. They do, there's a thing where you're sort of your, your, all of your internet experience is sort of shaped for you and for you yeah. alone. And so it's sort Which of your is fine space. if it was
0: regulated and someone was there to be like, okay, you can't just, you can't just claim something is real when it's not on the internet. But the internet's, that's the wild, wild west of the internet, man. And it, mm-hmm. it was dope at first and now it's terrifying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it is possible to find accurate information. You just have it to. It is, but it's not giving right you. Sources. It's not
0: being spooed, fed to you mm. f- through Facebook
1: and Instagram. No, right. You got to go to Infowars. And people are naturally lazy. <laughs> the, the, to find the
0: truth takes like fucking twenty hours of research now.
1: Yeah, or 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 one click away at Infowars.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the ever unbiased. And rigorously <laughs> fact-checked, Infowars.
1: Oh yeah, those sources. Their are, credibility are, yeah, is yeah, legendary. Yeah.
0: What's the guy's uh, hey. name that runs that place?
1: Hello, Alex Jones.
0: Alex Jones, right? Is he still like the head of that, or did he get yeah. ousted by his? No, own he's still cult? the head of it. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before the his like underlings overtake his his position by starting conspiracy theories about him. Mark mm. my words. That's my prediction. I'm going oh, to start you think he's own. a
1: CIA plant?
0: No, but I think that people are going to start calling him that. His own people. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's
0: only a matter of time. There's going to be a coup in the Infowars office. Oh yeah,
1: I mean he's got a, hes on his way out. Like he's going to get—he's going to have a heart attack.
0: Dude, the insane. at the level that he operates, like he's a ten out of ten <laughs> screaming and, and mania all the time. That can't be good for your heart.
1: Oh, uh, no, that guy's crazy. Oh man.
0: Crazy entertaining though.
1: He's very entertaining. It's too bad he's on the The entertainment
0: YouTube. factor is more important than the truth.
1: Yeah, if you don't take him seriously, like it's hilarious. But if you ever actually went to his website, it was just like really extremely anti Islam and like anti immigrants. Well he the website right, was like he's right wing as fuck, yeah, isn't he? He was super right wing. Yeah.
0: See if you're gonna be that crazy, can't you just be like a complete enigma outside of either of the social parties, I mean the political parties. Like I want to hear just as many conspiracies about the right as I do the left from him.
1: Mm, yeah. Well he used to be against Republicans. Or like he was against like George H.W. Bush because he thought George H.W. Bush was a globalist even though he was a Republican. But then he... Uh, and then he hated George W. Bush for the same reason because he thought he was a globalist. So that's What why is a globalist?
0: The, just like Illuminati? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, basically. Someone who like wants to start wanna, a new like, world order. More closely integrate different countries with each other. Like the UN. Well, be don't like you think that's eventually what's going to happen?
0: That's the inevitable, inevitable outcome of humanity progressing. That borders will mm. just slowly start dissolving.
1: Yeah, we can design a new society.
0: Well, the internet it really did <sighs> dissolve a lot of the barriers between people in each country. So, like that was the first step to globalization. Really, if mm. you want to, yeah, look at it that way.
1: And the uh, and all the social justice warriors are. Also globalists, I think. You think so? I think in the Alex Jones worldview. Yeah.
0: So globalists are like his worst enemy, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. Big time.
0: Nice. He's all about America.
1: The independent nation.
0: America's so fucked right now.
1: Yeah, it seems like there's no justice. No justice, no peace? (laughs) try to segue into our topic for this week (laughs) oh that was one of
0: your weaker segues (laughs) you usually have them pretty good but that one that one felt shoehorned Uh, (laughs) sorry man yeah maybe next time
1: yeah there's no justice okay so
0: we're obviously talking about justice today yeah that's
1: that's that's the topic i chose in light of what's happening in, in the world
0: I'll just explain to any listeners that we may have one day.
1: Uh, I think we had two on our last one.
0: Two? I checked well, the, was it I me and
1: you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it probably was you we and consist, I, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we. You can. Uh, I can check the analytics every week and see how we're doing.
0: Okay. Well, see when
1: we hit sponsorship numbers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm I'm going to project somewhere in 2030, 2033 we'll be able to get our first advertising check.
1: Nice. I'm sure there's like a weed company that would do it. I found a hash. There's a kind of hash called Philosopher's Stone hash. Really? Let's yeah. do a partnership. We could reach out, Make out to millions. them.
0: <laughs> they you, well, this
1: hash. We smoke it. Listeners in.
0: are I think I feel like it takes quite a while before a podcast gains any listeners. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I'm not going to lose all hope until we're at like 150 episodes with still just two downloads, me and you
1: are <laughs> two consistent listeners.
0: We should force our girlfriends to listen. That'll bump our numbers up to four.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. And then once yeah, you get four, you know what they say, once you get four, there will be more.
1: Oh, I like that saying.
0: Yeah. I just made <laughs> it up. Copyright
1: TM. <laughs> nice. All right. What were we talking about? Justice. Oh, yeah, justice. Right.
0: <laughs> also, Sam is the philosopher, and thus he must be stoned for this to give our name credence. And that sometimes leads to
1: lapses in memory. Yeah, it's a good thing this is recorded. That's for sure. Oh, your brother's messaging me on Facebook. Ignore him. Sent me a picture of a lighthouse he's been painting. I
0: literally just got that same message. <laughs> like, nice, man. Is he sending that to everyone?
1: <laughs> he probably sends out a mass email.
0: Yeah. Here's the painting I made. It's oh, like God. a the lighthouse. I mean, it's it's painting. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him one of those obnoxious, giant thumbs up.
1: I told him it needs Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson trying to kill each other.
0: <laughs> it's going to have to be in black and white for that. <laughs> Uh oh, now he's gonna get mad at me because I just gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> we should get him to listen to this episode. We need you oh, know yeah. what we need is a common common enemy, is what we need. Me and you, oh. we need to ha- get into some <laughs> beef with my brother, and that will, I, will
1: have, I have I have had I have a great story to tell about him from uh when we lived at Gordon Drive. But wait,
0: why don't we wait? One day we'll have him yeah. on because my older brother actually also has his philosophy degree. Oh shit. Yeah. So you guys can just duke it out while I make fun of both of <laughs> you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay.
0: One of these days we'll get him on. We'll try and figure out how the hell we can do this uh, three-way. three-way conversation.
1: Oh, my God. From like Facebook. literally Facebook West Coast,
0: that. mid-country
1: to East Coast. Yeah, with the world's <laughs> slowest internet connection.
0: Also, he's his time frame, he would have to do it at like midnight to get Oh, on.
1: yeah, because he's like way out there.
0: Yeah. Whatever we'll figure it out Maybe next yeah. time he's in town we'll do one Anyways yeah. let's get on anyway, we gotta get Sam this... is the yeah. philosopher He's going to
1: teach me a lesson about justice Here we go Okay So justice What is it What is it I don't know either But we're going to try and figure it out We're going to go back in time
0: Okay is there a sound effect for going back in time <laughs> Here we are, back in the <laughs> there's dinosaurs. We're in back around. in the
1: time of uh, the first code of laws. Okay, because some people might think that justice is the rule of law.
0: Okay, that's not always the case, but right. Okay, what That's if I told you that the guideline. rule
1: of law was that no one is above the law, laws are not secret, and laws can't contradict each other, and so on and so on, right? And if everyone followed those rules, would that be a just society? If the laws themselves were just. Oh, okay, good point. Yeah, so we're going to look at uh the Code of Hammurabi. Hammurabi. Remember this code? Hammurabi?
0: Hammurabi, was he a Japanese man?
1: Chinese? <laughs> no, he was a uh, Babylonian. He had the law an eye nice. for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Oh, eye for an eye. That is a that one
0: really stuck. People like that one a lot.
1: Yeah. So they think people always think that uh Hammurabi's code was very uh very just because of like the eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Yeah. Because something that uh you know it's like an intuitive what would be like your intuitive idea of justice
0: well that would be like the most basic
1: first run at
0: a definition would be essentially yeah the eye for an eye like if someone punches you you get to punch them if they steal from you you get to steal from them or you know you know do it's just about balancing the scales essentially you know lady liberty with the mm. scale
1: yeah it's fair yeah trying yeah.
0: to trying to any uh any infraction will have an equal punishment coming back to
1: them. Yeah. But that's so like, very yeah.
0: I think I think that that lacks a ton
1: of nuance but yeah. That's like uh, most people nowadays that's like their intuitive idea of justice is like just fairness. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think is always going to be a very uh It's essentially just like revenge is the way in Mm -hmm. a lot of cases.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Revenge, like you did it to me, so I'm going to do it to you. Like things are equal. Yeah. Like that's like retributive fairness sort of balancing the scales. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So it wasn't always like that. Like we're gonna like this code. It's like very unfair just on the face of it. Like there's over two hundred and eighty laws in this code, but here are some that are like very clearly not fair. This is
0: Hammurabi's book. This is Hammurabi's
1: his book. Yeah, these are all the okay. laws.
0: Should I look him up? I want to see what this guy looks like.
1: I don't know if there's any pictures of him.
0: Oh, Babylonian. Hey, yeah, that might be. They might have not even invented painting from then.
1: How they had I uh, spell- no. They, I think they had carvings. H A N N U R A
0: B I. H A N N. M M. As in M- uh, Hammurabi. M-M- Hammurabi, yeah. R B I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe carvings. Maybe there's a statue of them. I don't think people were getting like portraits pa- painted of themselves back then, though. I'm just getting a uh, fucking f- soccer player here. <laughs> I'm a and Robbie's, Robbie's code. a
1: soccer player.
0: Yeah, that's what he does. Oh, there are a couple of carvings of him. Well, there looks to be one.
1: Oh yeah, there's a painting, King. Yeah, I don't see any paintings.
0: Um, I see a very uh, the same carving over and over again. Oh, oh, I'm just at the, the
1: th- Wikipedia. Oh, I mean, I'm uh, on the front page of all. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, man, the, so uh, the
0: Babylonian uh, language is gnarly. Like their car, like yeah, their cuneiform. L- That's pretty nice. That's pretty cool, actually.
1: Yeah. It was all made with uh, little cylinders that they would roll on clay tablets. Really? With like ridges on them, and they would roll them into the tablet, and they would harden.
0: This looks like a pretty extensive document.
1: Yeah, they had tons of lists and stuff, and so they had to invent all these laws to regulate. They were like the first cities in human civilization, so they had to come up with writing to organize... Like all the activity, economic activity that was going on. Very and smart. Very. smart. So they smart. also put down codes of laws, and these laws were extremely unfair. Okay. For example, hey. here's the number one ninety six. If a man put out the eye of another man, his eye shall be put out. That's an very eye for fair, an eye. right? Eye for, an eye, an, for eye? an eye. That's
0: a classic, right there.
1: Okay. Yeah. One ninety nine. If a man put out the eye of a slave he shall pay one half its value. <laughs> what? The it How much does an eye go
0: for? The value of the slave or the actual I? <laughs> no, the libel? value of the slave.
1: Oh. <laughs> half the value of the slave.
0: Well, that's some bullshit. It's... Well, everything's unfair when you when you bring slavery into the goddamn equation. Yeah. That exactly. itself is unjust.
1: All these ancient societies had slaves. Oh, here, okay, here's 203. 203. If a freeborn man strike the body of another freeborn man, he shall pay one gold mina.
0: See, that problem there is if this guy's got a shit ton of gold minas, he can just go walk around beating the fuck <laughs> out of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, now
1: there is a law I can get behind
0: if I was rich.
1: Yeah, we have a swear jar. He has a punch people in the face jar. Yeah. just um, 205. If a slave of a freeborn man strike the body of a freed man his ear shall be cut off.
0: So wait, if a slave punches a non-slave, the slave's ear gets cut off.
1: Yep. Not his man, hand, you better
0: make that oddly. one. You better make that one punch count, man. You better have some <laughs> Francis and Ganu power there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Knock his head clean off.
0: Could you imagine if he like if this guy Francis and Ganu back then was a slave and he walks up and he's just like, "I'm willing to do that that trade."
1: Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sure they would just let him go.
0: It is kind of weird that they cut off the ear, but I guess they don't want their slaves' hands to be cut off cuz then they're, you know, half as useful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and then here here's one that just sort of sums it up nicely in a general form. If anyone strike the body of a man higher in rank than he, he shall receive 60 blows from an ox whip in public.
0: Holy Moses.
1: Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like
0: would put you into the, like almost death.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, probably. It's like, it's like written, but it's, it's so crazy. Like the, the status, the unfairness is just written right into the law.
0: Well, yeah, because they're coming from an already unjust mindset that there's, uh, that all men are not created equal. Essentially
1: hmm yeah interesting um but things so okay so here's like the uh here's the cynical way to interpret justice and this is from uh plato's republic
0: can i just stop you there cynical oh, can yeah. you define that for me because i have my one idea of it but i know that it can also mean other things right oh cynical yeah those... just means like to me it means like a pessimistic view
1: yeah or like pessimistic or uh realist that uh people aren't really like good, they're actually bad, like even when they think they're operating from good motives, they're actually operating from bad motives so
0: a cynic um, is someone that assumes the worst of society is that
1: yeah I think they assume yeah that in reality things are m- malicious and and not nice
0: well, can't blame them for that view, really,
1: yeah. But I think there's like a philosophical sect called the cynics that actually was like the opposite of that or something.
0: See, that's but where don't she don't gets know. confusing. So this <laughs> is from Plato?
1: Yeah, this is from uh, Plato, um, the Republic. There's a character named Thrasymachus who says that justice is simply the advantage of the stronger. Whoever makes laws makes them to their own advantage. So if it's a democracy, all the poor people get together, they make laws to their advantage. Yeah. If it's an oligarchy, the rich bastards get together and they make the rules according to their advantage. And if it's a tyranny, the dictator just sits there and thinks up whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. And they, and this is his, his big quote. He says, and they declare what they have made, what is to their own advantage to be just for their subjects. This then is what I say. Justice is the same in all cities, the advantage of the established regime,
0: man. It's kind of hard to argue with that. honestly,
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's in a sense, everywhere you look, the the laws tend to benefit the rich and powerful and the rich and powerful tend to escape them. Like look at Jeffrey Epstein, for example.
0: Yeah. Well, escape them.
1: He <laughs> escaped them
0: via death.
1: Yeah. I mean for a long like in two thousand eight he got like he got off with that crazy deal and he didn't really suffer the consequences That's true. But of Didn't he for, pay like, off his
0: accusers?
1: Nobody really knows. That's that always gets me. Is that Nobody when knows. people
0: commit these crimes like, I don't know, someone rapes someone but they're wealthy and they settle out of court. It's literally you just like paid to get away with rape essentially. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is fucking a, crazy because if you if money's no no big deal for you, you can just pay off everyone. It's like, yeah, I abused you, yeah. but here's a settlement. Here's a settlement. Here's a settlement. That's not just. Yeah, exactly. Because the cost to you is that's so literally minuscule. What Trump did. To, that that's, Trump did that too, from what I yeah, read. That's
1: like his whole life.
0: Yeah, that's what. That's <laughs> what's like when people are that wealthy, the laws really don't apply to them for m- most of the time, especially if it's coming to like yeah. direct person to person injustice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which is sad and fucked up. But
1: yeah, who am I to say? Oh, man, I've never yeah.
0: been a billionaire. Man, that oh, much no. money—I don't think I could handle it. I think I would completely become an unethical monster.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what—that's what, uh, that's what um, a lot of people think. Well, I mean, look of... at people who win the lottery; like they barely make even a fraction of a billion. And they, I always try to tell
0: people this: is like fucking winning the lottery will ruin your most people's lives. Like it it is not a good thing. And if people are pouring their money in every week trying to win this fucking thing, when it almost certainly will ruin everything about your life that you like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not only will you probably not know how to manage that amount of money and blow it and only have very temporary wealth, but everyone, you know, is going to want some of it because they know that you got it from pure luck and not your own hard work, which is, A different type of wealth it's a wealth undeserved and people will know that
1: it's not fair yeah it breeds and that's and you know what this is great i'm gonna this is perfect because one of the biggest aspects of injustice that occurs in society is because in some sense people do win the lottery and that they're born into great wealth like tremendous wealth like compared to a lot of people we were born into great wealth that's true, and, and so it's that hard breeds, to get... That unearned advantage breeds resentment and disharmony within society. That's true. And that is exactly what uh, Socrates says when he responds to Thrasymachus.
0: Oh, shit. Right, Socrates oh, wasn't shit. the real guy, right? He was, he was made up?
1: Well, uh, people aren't sure. Pe- According to the, like, the, the... If you take the books at face value, Socrates is the teacher of Plato and Plato has just sort of written down things that Socrates said. Ah. Um, but no one really knows if Socrates was a real person or not.
0: Well, what did he say about this?
1: But, uh, so his response is that, well, like the idea is that uh, justice is about, you know, ruling people.
0: What do you mean ruling? Like you're
1: making laws, like you're the ruler, right? Yeah. Like. If in a democracy, the people are the rulers. In an oligarchy, it's a small group are the rulers. In a tyranny, the tyrant is the ruler, and the ruler makes the rules or the laws. Yeah. And so Socrates says that ruling is like a craft, like it's something that you can do well or something that you can do poorly, and there are principles that can be applied in different situations. Yeah. So it's it's like being a doctor, or like being a being an electrician or a a pilot or any sort of or like an actor or a painter or something. Yeah. There's a craft that you can learn and you can do it well, or you can do it poorly. And every craft he says has a goal or like some good that it will produce. And the, right. So if you're a electrician, the good that you produce, well, like what would you say? The good thing is that you produce, uh,
0: for myself would be a paycheck, but for, I guess,
1: But you don't make the paycheck what do you mean what do you produce like from your job like what is it that your craft produces
0: well if you do it right then your building will have a sound electrical system and everything will work and you won't be constantly you know wanting for more power like if you don't build the electrical system to meet the demands of what that building is meant to do then you're gonna have all sorts of issues and if you just do everything wrong then you're gonna have a ton of faulty circuits short circuits fucking shit popping breakers because it's not on its own circuit it could be bad
1: damn but uh okay so does your but your craft what it produces does that directly benefit you that this person has lights on like does that directly benefit you
0: no, not directly. Indirectly, yeah. But
1: so what? So so indirectly, right? You get you get money.
0: Get money, but also like as a whole, you need electricians to be able to do their job well to build a city that isn't a complete disaster. So we, it, yeah, it, it benefits me deep. indirectly, as in the, the the society I live in and surrounded by is uh, well functioning.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, so it's true that uh, the. The craft, your craft, even when you do it really well, it doesn't directly benefit you. It benefits somebody else. Yeah. Even society at large.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Unless you're working on your own house. But yeah, for the most part, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm working to make sure someone else's lights turn on.
1: Right. So Socrates says that just like, just like any craft, ruling is a craft. Mm-hmm. And the the good that ruling produces isn't of direct benefit to the person practicing the craft. Rather, that good is to the benefit of others.
0: Well, yeah. In exchange for which Ideally, they get right? a paycheck.
1: So the idea that the, the ruling, the good of ruling, is for the benefit of everyone else in the society. That when ruling is practiced well, everybody else in, the society, in society will be better off and Society as a whole will be better off,
0: yeah. Just like Kim Jong un, like he's the perfect uh example yeah. of a ruler that really thinks about society that he's ruling over mm-hmm. instead of his own personal. In fact, game. Socrates,
1: oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Socrates would say, Would he say that he's not even ruling because he's not practicing a craft for the benefit of other people, he's practicing a craft for the benefit of himself, so he's actually like grifting or something. He's not actually ruling.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, that's absolutely correct.
1: According to Socrates, yeah. Oh, well, according to me. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about it, but all I hear is that he's, isn't he dead or something? Last I heard that his sister took over power because he had like a heart attack or
1: something. Kim Jong-un? Yeah. Oh, no, no, he just, he goes on vacation or something for like a couple of weeks and people start rumors that he's dead, but. Oh, really? So he's. No, he's still alive. Okay. Yeah.
0: Is his dad even dead? Like life. at this point, I don't know what to believe.
1: Yeah, his dad. I think his dad is dead. Um, he died on a train. A lot of his his. Oh yeah, he died on a train. Fuck, I wonder what actually happened. Well, I bet Kim Jong Un bumped him wasn't off. Wasn't it
0: a Russian train? He was on a train to Russia or from Russia. And I do I know remember. how Russians do had, enjoy like, poison absence. people. Oh, they do.
1: Oh shit. Yeah, they do. Eh? Yeah, That's their
0: main thing. They love poisoning people.
1: Yeah, everyone's getting poisoned by fucking Russians. Oh my god. It's scary. Yeah. Touch the wrong doorknob.
0: That yeah, that Dead. that doorknob thing. That guy and his daughter died. It's fucked. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then most recently one of Putin's main political opponents. He
0: survived though, which is nuts.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: fuck. Things are getting crazy. Anyways, ruling. Socrates
1: yeah. um, <laughs> says it's a craft. Yeah, so uh,
0: Kim Jong un is shit at that craft. He's like Yeah. Hmm, who's a good example? Uh, to relate him to
1: comedy-wise, who's a shitty comedian? Oh, <laughs> uh, who runs the room like a tyrant? Oh my no, God. no,
0: like, a, a, like uh, there's some comics that essentially they're already famous, and then they try to do comedy, and they get like these specials, but they you can tell they <laughs> just Branded Job, they just come, <laughs> yeah, well, this seems like they just slap together an hour of comedy, but it's very amateurish.
1: Yeah, like his his special is like very very amateur.
0: I feel bad for that guy, man. Like, oh he my god, got yes. too Holy many yes. opportunities too fast because of who he knew. Yeah, he didn't grind it out yeah. in the open mic bar shows. You know, like he yeah. he was never doing ah. shows in front of five people at like a bar in some ho dunk town, like everybody else had to do. He <laughs> was instantly doing the comedy store.
1: Fuck no. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, if I uh, I would hate to have that on on the internet.
0: He, someone should have stopped him. I don't know why. Where were his friends yeah. then? Like, I always say, like Joe People Rogan was like it's, yeah. Joe Rogan convinced him to stop fighting. Why didn't he convince him to not put out a fucking <laughs> special? That sucks.
1: Yeah, seriously. Do you think you could uh crush at the coffee store? Yeah, well, I think you'd be surprised. <laughs>
0: He's got. I would say I would have been like Brent. You've only been doing comedy for three and a half years. That's how he opened his special. Was talking about how he's only done it for three and a half years, which to me is like oh. already buffering the audience for a shit. Like a shitty. Special. Oh yeah, the
1: whole intro to that is like, yeah, like get <laughs> ready. This is going to suck. I told you it <totally>
0: was. <laughs> it was like the whole intro to his special was trying to lower your expectations. <laughs> yeah
1: oh it's brutal but people get mad because it's like oh he got all this undeserved uh opportunity for comedy like like i don't think he deserved from his comedy chops to like get those sort of opportunities
0: no he didn't it was completely who he knows yeah which is i mean that's how it goes in a lot of entertainment industry it's who you know right but I don't oh, think yeah. it did him any favors. But at the same time, if that was offered to you at two years in, like, how do you turn down that? Like, how do you have that self-control? <laughs> you, yeah. Like, that is, like, financially, it would be stupid to turn it down, even if you do suck, right? Because you're going to make some money from it. Mm. And there's going to be, like, oh, that yeah, percentage of people that loves it, even though it's probably going to be less than half.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, not man, it's not fair. It's not justice. Know. You just got to be real with yourself.
0: Cycling back to this subject here. It was not just for him to be able to get those <laughs> opportunities.
1: Nice. Cycling, segueing. back. Yeah,
0: man. Nice. I'm, I'm handling the segues of this
1: episode. <laughs> Thank you. I just ate a big, big pork chop and a potato. Ugh, um, not, not vegan. Um, all right. Uh, so anyway, Socrates, blah, blah, blah. Sounds uh his idea is that uh justice is what makes uh, a city a harmonious city that allows it to function successfully when there's harmony between the parts. So he sort of sees it as like uh like when everyone is functioning properly, um society will function properly. Well, yeah. Uh though there's a problem which is uh so a Socratic Republic is just, but it seems sometimes like it doesn't really matter like if there's equality between people as long as everyone's like a team player sort of.
0: What do you mean equality? Oh equality. I thought you said a quality. Never mind.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, like equality. Like his republic has like different levels of like classes of people. And uh kind of ironically he thinks philosophers should be in charge of making the rules. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think that you should be philosophically minded if you're gonna be in that position of making laws.
1: Yeah, you should be you should be a reasonable person. Yeah, you should
0: yeah. be have a strong command of logic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh but you also have to be you also have to understand people as well. Yeah. And yeah. It's uh sometimes I think philosophers would be the worst at it. Um, At like day to day being. Well, from what I've
0: learned, is the reason they'd be bad at it is that no matter what argument they come up with to make a law, there's always going to be some other philosopher coming around telling them why it's a shitty argument. And they just never get anything done because there's (laughs) always a way that is that there's always a way to poke holes in your logical uh, arguments, it seems, from Mm -hmm. what I've discovered via this podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe we can end with one. uh, that I think is pretty good. Like it's obviously got a lot of holes in it, but I think it hits on some, some things that are pretty and here's, good. Is this um, this again? Is, no, this is okay. This is a, a, yeah. So we'll skip divine justice, which is just ridiculous. No, that's
0: the only real justice. man.
1: Okay. Well, okay. We could do divine justice and then, uh, and then we could do the good one. Um, I'll just read you this quote. This is a definition of divine justice from like the catholic.org, whatever. The constant and unchanging will of God to give everyone what is due to him or her. Every possible form of justice is possessed by God. He practices legal justice to that through the natural and moral law to be coordinate creatures of the common good. Distribute justice, blah, 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 blah. Oh, distributive justice because he gives to his creatures everything they need to fulfill the purpose of their existence. Renumerative justice because he rewards okay, the good. Okay, yeah, okay, no, you can just stop that Because he now. punishes the wicked. Praise be to the Lord. Praise, praise, praise be. be to the praise Lord. Praise
0: be! I love how you switched to that like effeminate.
1: Um, <laughs> old lady. That was my Thomas Aquinas voice. Uh, Thomas? <laughs> I thought that was the old lady
0: down the street from me.
1: Oh, oh! You have a an evangelical lady.
0: No, just sounds like a, a friendly oh. old lady that won't shut about shut oh. up about religion. Yeah. But yeah. you still hang out with because she makes burn, burn cookies the gaze, for you. Burn them. You, that's like yeah. the typical religious grandma that's very sweetheart and like such a kind soul, and then suddenly they'll say something that's absolutely horrendous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't like homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. They shall burn in hell, that's and disgusting.
0: we will be laughing from upon our horses in heaven.
1: <laughs> upon our white steeds. Mm. Mm, indeed. Um, so anyway, that unfortunately was the prevailing view of justice. Uh, poverty isn't uh, unjust, because God has given every creature exactly what it needs to fulfill its purpose. Yeah. So if you're poor, that's just because... That's all you need to fulfill God's purpose. All I need is, is, the, is the
0: bubonic plague and a couple of dead rats to feed off of to, to fulfill yeah. God's purpose. That's what is the purpose? purpose? Is my purpose to die in the mud? Is that what my purpose is?
1: Yeah, that's. Yep, exactly. Wow. Don't question it. The Lord works in mysterious ways.
0: <laughs> Easy for you to say on your fucking purple pillow, Mr. Pope. <laughs>
1: Yeah, from the gold yeah. palace of the Vatican wow. Golden Marble everywhere. <laughs> you know, shit, Holy I, shit, it's so balling.
0: <laughs> the man with leprosy dying and starving outside the city gates is doing great in God's eyes. Exactly what he was yeah. made to do. Suffer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that was the prevailing view of justice for like two thousand four hundred ah, years. blink
0: of the eye, really. Or so.
1: Yeah. Um but anyway. Here's a quote, and uh, you can tell me what movie this is from. You get what you fucking deserve. Oh, don't tell me. You get... Oh, Joker. Yes, Ah, Joker. (laughs) Justice, you get what you fucking deserve. And you also don't get what you don't fucking deserve. Yeah. That would be fair justice is when everyone gets what they deserve. So uh, here's a cool guy. John Rawls. John Rawls. He believes in justice as fairness.
0: Okay.
1: That's what he believes. What does he mean by yeah. that? Good question. He uh, he thinks it means this. And he thinks justice as fairness would be... um, Basically, I tr- yeah, that's how you summed it up. You get what you fucking deserve and you don't get what you don't fucking deserve.
0: Well, who decides what you deserve or don't deserve?
1: Oh, excellent question. And he has an answer. And uh, he says, basically, he wants, he just thinks he can tell you that it would be what terms of cooperation free and equal citizens would agree to under fair conditions.
0: The equal part is the problem there.
1: (laughs) Equal meaning uh, no one has an advantage over anybody else.
0: That see that doesn't even happen. Everyone has equal information. People win the lottery by being born into certain situations.
1: Yeah. Um, So so basically, he has this idea for like a hypothetical scenario uh, where you where you could show what people right in this hypothetical scenario everyone is free and equal. So it's not a real scenario. It's hypothetical. But, if they're free and equal people, in this hypothetical scenario, they would come to an agreement about certain terms of cooperation. Yeah. And he thinks he can tell you what those, how to arrange that. That's me... called the original position.
0: Hit me with it. The OP. Okay,
1: so, you're in this original position. It's this abstract space where... Um, you're behind what he calls the veil of ignorance. Ooh. So when you're behind the veil of ignorance, you don't know lots of facts about how you will be born into the world. Yeah. You don't know what your race will be, what your ethnicity will be, your gender, your age, your income, your wealth, your sort of natural talents. Um, you don't know what your philosophy will be, what your moral doctrine will be, what generation of history you'll belong to. You don't know what uh, political system you'll live in, what class, what the class structure will be, economic system, or level of economic development. You don't know any Damn, of that. That's things. a
0: lot of variables. When you list them out like that, as to how, yeah.
1: So <laughs> that's crazy. But here's what you will know: you know that everyone will have different uh, political doctrines, moral doctrines, religious beliefs. Yeah. Different people will have different plans of life. People will have different interests. They'll have different things that they consider like really important, good things for them to have. Um, Like Some people will really value wealth. Some people will really value family. Um, Everyone's going to value shelter and food and things like that. So you know those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You also know that there's not quite enough for everyone to get everything that they want. But there is enough for everyone to get as much as they need. That's true. And you know some general facts about common sense and science.
0: That's the veil of
1: ignorance? That's the veil of ignorance. That's what you know and you don't okay. know. And everyone is in that same position and nobody, and you have to meet and you have to come to an agreement with each other. And
0: that would be... and those
1: And you don't know how you're going to be born.
0: Okay, so not knowing that, that's where you have to be to come out with an actual fair sense of justice because you're on an equal playing field.
1: Yeah, if you're going to design... A fair society. If everyone, on Earth was going to get together and design a fair society, they would have to be they would have to be placed into that position.
0: Oh man! If only you could force lawmakers into that as they entered. Like you give them a memory wipe, and now that's all they know, and that's <laughs> how that group of people has yeah. to make laws for people. And then when they get out, yeah. they can't change it based on what they realize what they are now.
1: Yeah, I think that's how the world will end. Is someone will come along. And they'll build a virtual reality and they'll tell everyone, hey, listen, plug into my reality. You'll be in the original position and we can design a new reality and live in the virtual reality. And then everyone will plug in and he'll just turn it off and kill everybody.
0: (laughs) I was with you to that last sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I think that if we could get some sort of memory wiping Like, okay, here's my plan for the new world order. When everybody is a globalist and everybody lives under the same government and how laws are made, Mm -hmm. it should be a a sphere of the veil of ignorance that everyone that's a lawmaker, they should select a random sample of the population every, whatever, four years to adjust the laws of the land. And then as they enter this veil of ignorance orb, they all forget who they are and where they came from. Except for they know those things that everybody's going to need certain things, and that's how they make laws. Of course, that doesn't work when it comes to like nuanced laws, though about complex shit. <laughs> so fuck that idea. Yeah, I'm just spitballing over no, here, just so trying so to so fix so the cool. world.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think spitballing. All is my good. solutions I require like a of a super ideas.
0: advanced alien technology to work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, man, if you believe YouTube, it's. Fucking everywhere.
0: What's everywhere? There's
1: all these UFOs. There's all this, all this shit about See, UFOs. That,
0: if you believe YouTube part is real problematic.
1: <laughs> well, there's like the Navy is like publishing videos of stuff. Yeah.
0: I hope. I mean, I don't know what to at think. this point, I would welcome some sort of alien contact, if only to unite us. Even if it's malicious, if it unites us,
1: no, it would. <laughs> It would just get politicized. You think so? It would just be like, yeah, like they would just politicize it. It would be either a liberal alien or a Republican. Alien. <laughs> People would
0: just Republican alien man. They're not a big fan of aliens. I don't know if you've <laughs> heard their rhetoric, <laughs> especially illegal one. Yeah. <laughs> man, if they're so, if they're that pissed off,
1: it's an alien. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: They really don't take kindly to people on the same planet as them that are just south of them, let alone a different planet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it would definitely be a liberal alien. How funny would that be if an alien showed up and he was like totally a right wing, (laughs) naturally just right wing. (laughs) Just a right wing white supremacist (laughs) alien. (laughs) Very
0: conservative.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. I mean, uh, that'd be brutal. <laughs> there's got to be—that's hilarious, though. I don't know. That sounds like a sketch that would get banned, and everyone would get canceled who's in it.
0: This canceling thing needs to stop. Whatever happened to bad ideas will fall away, and the good ideas will rise to the top, huh? What's with all this stop- stopping uh, people from talking?
1: I don't know. Anyone who gets canceled is like has has done it to themselves by completely relying on other people for their platform
0: i guess so but like you can get fired from a job just by from you know for anything even if it's like there's no malicious intent at all you just say something
1: well take like chrystalia right like what's stopping him from just starting a new podcast
0: well why would he even have to start a new one he He doesn't get charged continue his old one he'll still have a fan base yeah
1: why doesn't he do it
0: because he doesn't
1: he didn't get charged with anything
0: well, because the mob will come get him the internet mob
1: he he could do it anytime he wanted i I'm he sure he will message. I'm
0: sure he will be back. He's gonna have a very, a much smaller audience <laughs> and by smaller, I mean yeah. fourteen year old <laughs> 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 no the, see the thing about Crystalia, which was different than the louis c k situation was the age of the victims in question. Mm, It's one thing for a grown ass man to ask consent from a grown ass woman, if he can jerk off in front of her, but it's another thing to try and groom someone from a young age to, I don't know. I don't know all the facts, but from what it it seems like he was being pretty creepy, uh, even though I don't think he did anything illegal. Right. (laughs) I don't think Priscilla did anything illegal.
1: Yeah. No, no he's just very immoral
0: <laughs> Creepy and immoral And that is, it might as well yeah. have been illegal In the eyes of society
1: In the eyes of Like God. there's
0: no way for him to just joke His way out of that
1: <laughs> Yeah he would just say But is it though <laughs>
0: <laughs> How old is 15 really <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Repurpose that old Dave Chappelle bit uh, yeah. <laughs> no I don't Big think head. he's going to be able to come back from that honestly I don't know what Crystal Lee is going to do
1: Brian Callen is doing a podcast with Sam Tripoli
0: yeah well he had that was nothing but hearsay yeah I mean that was his his again
1: he's, he's done though he can't he's not allowed on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast anymore
0: Brian Callen
1: yeah, like you'll never see Joey Diaz on that podcast again, either. What?
0: What makes you say that?
1: Because uh, I think Spotify had all their episodes taken down.
0: Something tells me that that you will see both of them back on that podcast. You
1: there think was so? no okay. We'll see. There's a
0: difference between accusations and having like hard evidence of creepiness, like with Crystalia.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm not like I don't mean like uh they did anything I don't know if they did anything wrong or not but they're just like they won't like the Alex Jones episode won't be there anymore uh, I think some other ones are going to I know
0: I've heard that they are but I don't think that Joe signed off on that I don't think Mr Rogan himself was aware of that and I think that that's gonna be hmm. uh, probably they're gonna end up back on there
1: yeah, we will see that'd be interesting. I hope well, so. They're like my favorite. To guests. me, that would be <laughs> just. Yeah, that would be just. That would be fair. Well,
0: unless they actually did do shit. but you can't con- you can't condemn people without any evidence. Especially when something happened 20 mm. plus years ago, like we needed something back then to happen, or we need hard evidence now. Otherwise, there really is nothing mm. that's stopping people from just accusing whoever they want of whatever they want.
1: Oh, well, you can get. Well, no, if you make a false rape accusation, you can get. An election,
0: yeah, you can. But,
1: yeah. So, if I were them, I would press uh, defamation suits.
0: Yeah. Libel.
1: Because they have money. Yeah, they have yeah. fucking money. Um, well, here. <laughs> anyway, speaking yeah. of justice, um, how about this? This is a principle John Rawls came up with. All social goods are to be distributed equally unless an unequal distribution is to everyone's advantage.
0: When would that be an advantage to everyone?
1: That's well, that's what the people in the original position that would be one of their guiding ah, principles. I see. That they would come up with to make sure none of them get fucked over. Right. Is that if there's gonna everything's gonna be equally distributed, unless an unequal distribution is to everyone's advantage. Yeah. So the reason the people in the original position don't know so many things like their race, their ethnicity, their gender, their age, their income, their wealth, their talents, their beliefs, when they'll be born in history is because Rawls thinks all of those factors should have no impact whatsoever on the distribution of goods for people.
0: Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't think like I don't think uh like your the happenstance of your birth should determine your uh like wealth that you're born into that's true like it's not it's not fair.
0: The only part of that where I would become like a little bit uh tentative with is the religious part of it, because religions have inherently bad ideas built into them which can be detrimental to society,
1: yeah. I wonder if the people in the original position would decide, like, there's everyone's an atheist. <laughs>
0: but no one would know, in the original no position, religion. no one would know if they were religious. Say my orb of, of uh, veil of ignorance exists, and everybody that goes in there mm-hmm. has no yeah. sense of identity, but they still have their sense of justice. Right. And uh, that would include them not knowing if they were religious or not. Do you think a lot of them would step out of there and be like, oh, fuck, I should have... <laughs>
1: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I should have opted I should've said atheist.
0: They go God, they all so, believe so the orb of Shit. veil of ignorance, <laughs> everybody goes in there, they make the laws, they come out and they have to deal with the laws they came up with when they were in that state, even if it goes directly against their situation in reality. That's true justice right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. let that's, that's why it it, it would work. Or, it would not or, work. Uh, There's
0: way too many complexities for that to be a good way to make new laws. Because if you're not aware of the situation, yeah. the current situation of society, and you go into that veil of ignorance orb, you might, you'll completely throw out a ton of factors that are really important. So that's a bad idea I came up with. But a great idea for a movie.
1: Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Like, everyone goes into like a, a... society
0: uh, where the laws are all made like by people realm. that are in this orb of ignorance so that they can have no bias. Yeah, we...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Design a new society and then live in it. But someone has secret codes and they use them to hack and achieve an unequal well, unfair thing. course.
0: What we need to do is hijack human nature and force us all to be... Mm-hmm. What was that phrase that we learned the other podcast? Automatons, <laughs> oh, yeah. unconscious, unconscious automatons. automatons. That's what yeah. we need to be. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough. <laughs> to that's the end of. Yeah. I don't know if we solved anything uh, yet again, but we uh, maybe spurred on some thought in one of our.
1: We hopefully got people. Yeah, got think people thinking yeah. about justice.
0: Maybe. Well, me and you, because we're going to listen to this episode and possibly no one else ever. So maybe when we listen to it again, we'll disagree with ourselves.
1: Yeah, man. Next episode is going to be crazy because the U.S. presidential election is a week from today. What? I thought
0: it wasn't until November.
1: Oh, sorry, not the election. The the first debate. Oh, the debate.
0: I thought there wasn't going to be a debate.
1: No, oh they're doing God. it. Oh Jesus! They're going to be both shot up with intravenous adrenaline. Man, they got to give
0: like... Joe Biden like a fucking <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, just like completely, just adrenaline, just like yeah.
1: a gel pack on his on his neck. Yeah, they need to hook up him. a shot
0: collar so if we start to fall asleep, they can zap him. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our episode. Thanks everybody that might listen to this in the future. Peace Good out. Night.